What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy, True Excellence Sports Junkie. And look, I'm not going to do no slander. I'm actually going to give props today to my dog, Keo, for that fire, fire intro. Man, well, that's fire, Keo. What up? Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, but, you know, it was took us some time. It was supposed to be out last week. But uh, we're here. Um, um, but um, yeah, man. So MBS show just finished. Um, just finished an interview. Just finished. Um, MBS. Let's talk about it with Becca. Shout out to her. But we here for the, tonight's MBS show episode twenty eight. Let's go. Yeah, man. That was fire, man. Got to salute you for that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Of course, I got the guy that agreed with me that Harbaugh was going to the Chargers. Mr. Box Office, what's going on? What's going on, y'all? Hey, it's a good day to have the show with those breaking news. <laughs> and uh, see, I'm sorry to tell you, the Chargers have a better coach than the Saints. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> And then, of course, before I get to my other brother, but I'm going to get to my brother in Vegas. Hey, man, he's been trying to tell us all year, once the playoffs started, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, man, doesn't matter if they have to go on the road, they're home, they're going to the Super Bowl. My brother Mike, what up? It's very easy. <laughs> it is Michelangelo, live from the entertainment and sports capital of the world, Las Vegas. Live here to give you the best football knowledge straight from my <laughs> eyes. I don't and know then, how it's been six years and nobody else is on the on the train. He's the best. Okay, okay, okay. We'll talk about it in a second. And then last but not least, he's taking a stroll, a joy ride, I guess. We got my brother, man. Look, Mr. See the Saints, man. That's what he has to say. It's stuff named after. What up, C? Wow, that's right, Mr. C, the Saints fan. Absolutely, man. But trust me, I have way more sports knowledge than just about the Saints, and I'm going to help all y'all today. Oh, God. Here we go. Well, with that being said, a lot of breaking news today. A lot of stuff has been going on in sports. Obviously, the divisional round just happened. But, Kiel, what's going on, man? Let's get to these topics. So yeah, we so we got we're gonna talk some football. We're gonna talk some basketball. We're gonna talk some Brock Purdy. But before I unleash on Brock Purdy, um, we're gonna talk. We we'll start things off with uh, what just happened earlier, probably like a couple hours ago. Jim Harbaugh leaves the University of Michigan. He is back in the NFL, from what I know so far. He signed a five-year contract with uh, the LA Chargers to become to become their new head coach. So, with that being said, man, what, what's your guys' thoughts with Harbaugh going to the NFL, landing the LA Chargers job? Go ahead, Mister Box Office. I will go first because the uh, the minute they won the national title, because he's a Chargers fan, everybody. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just Mister Prediction because. Uh, well, the minute they won national title, I mean, I even said it before they won national title. There was no way Jim Harbaugh was going back to the college football. 
The reason is because he did everything he needed to do. Uh, he beat Ohio State. He won the Big Ten multiple times. He took them to a playoff multiple times, and he won them a national title. Their first national title since 1997. I don't think Mike was even born yet. Uh, and, and and that's what Harbaugh did. Uh, he's been itching to get back into the NFL for a long time. He's been taking interviews year by year. And I think it worked out perfectly for him uh, because he got to win a national title with his alma mater. And now, not only that, I think he took the best job on the market. And the best job is the L.A. Chargers job because they have a quarterback and they have the fifth overall pick in the NFL draft this year. So you can play around with multiple things there. Uh, he's coached, obviously, in California before Stanford, the 49ers, uh, San Diego. He's even played for the San Diego Chargers. This just makes all the sense in the world. The Chargers hit a home run here because I felt like if <laughs> I felt like the Chargers needed a, a higher a guy with the quarterback background. And not only that, they got a guy that was an NFL quarterback that took Colin Kaepernick to the Super Bowl. Uh, won a title now with obviously J.J. McCarthy, who I think improved under Jim Harbaugh. I think it's a A-plus hire for the Chargers, an A-plus move for Harbaugh himself. Keel, record this and play it back. The Chargers will win their first ever Super Bowl with Jim Harbaugh as oh! their coach during his tenure there. Uh, it will happen, and uh, he will become, I believe, the fourth head coach ever to win a national title coaching and a Super Bowl. I think Barry Switzer, Jimmy Johnson, and Pete Carroll, the other three. Yeah, that, uh, that, hey, Yvonne, that's so an interesting take. You, you got, you got true students having dropping his jaws right now. What you just said right now. <laughs> And, 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 and true students are going to graduate by the time that happens, and and it's going to be a great memory for them, and it's going to be a great memory for me. Hey, A-plus hire, Jim Harbaugh will win the Chargers a Super Bowl during his Chargers tenure. Woo! All right, all right. Well, Mike, that's your division. I want to hear from you, Mike, what we got. You don't want to hear from me. I, I don't have anything positive to say. I'm just going to be a negative Nancy. Uh, yes, Jim Harbaugh is a charger, and I agree with Yvonne that they will win a Super Bowl within his five-year tenure there. Um, at I'll say at least play, because there's so many factors to that. I will say that they at least play in or for a Super Bowl uh, in his five-year tenure. We never know. There could be there could be there could be an elite prospect out of the NFC that finally gets drafted there. You know, somebody Falcons maybe draft Arch Manning somehow in the next two years with all you know whatever anything could happen. So I will say that Arbaugh will at least make another Super Bowl run. Um, and uh, but one of the things that concerned me about the Chargers and what I thought Harbaugh would be concerned with was the ownership, um, the management of the of the franchise. And I think that he might butt heads with the ownership and he might not have a 10-year career here like he might have at other places where he would have had more control. I think that there were other places that he might have been able to mesh more because he would have more control 
or he would just mesh with the owner a little bit more. Um, obviously, I don't know all the personalities of every owner, but I do think that if he was a Raider, he would have spent uh, over a decade here because I think that he would have been able to be the boss here, which is what he really wants to do, be the complete boss. Um, so that that's what I have to say about Harbaugh. Um, and uh, I look forward, you know, I've been a Harbaugh fan. I think that he's one of the greatest, greatest football minds out there right now. And uh, I guess I'm just going to look forward to seeing him build a nice team there and do the things that I would do. Raiders should hire me. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right, C. C, I know you're not yeah. the biggest Harbaugh fan. What you think about the hire? And do you agree with these gentlemen that he'll win a Super Bowl? Hell no, they ain't going to win no Super Bowl. <laughs> I, definitely, not, definitely not in five years. I'll say this. Charger fans, be excited if you got some time on your hands. Because it took him nine years to win in Michigan, so that's college. So just double that time <laughs> for NFL. So 18 years. You said Trues students have been graduated. By the time they've been graduated <laughs> grad school, by the time, <laughs> by the time Harbaugh would have won a championship with the Chargers, man, I still don't think that he's going to get it accomplished. You know what this really reminds me of? It reminds me of the Saints when they hired Mike Dicker. I believe we just wanted to make a splash and get a big-name coach, and it did us no good, absolutely no good, because at that time we were a terrible franchise, and we made terrible moves like this, like trying to make a big splash by uh, by getting a, uh, a, a big-name uh, coach in there when you didn't have any talent on the team. And uh, this man traded all our draft picks for one Ricky Williams, <laughs> and then he was gone the next year. I'm not saying Harbaugh's going to be gone next year, and he's definitely not going to make the same mistake Dicker did, but I know it's going to take him some time. I've yet to see him build his own uh, championship team in, um, in the NFL. You know, I, I know he went to those Super Bowls in the air, and, uh, Yvonne, I, I like to think about it like this. I think Kaepernick took him to a Super Bowl. Oh. oh. I don't think it was the other way around. What's Kaepernick know. done without him? So, uh, same amount of things that he did in the NFL without him. All right. He went to the final game. <laughs> he went where? Without Cap, he's been to an NFC title game. Cap hasn't been that far. Cap took him to the Super Bowl. We went to the yeah. NFC Championship uh, game with Cap, right? And oh, Alex Smith. Was I not there? And Alex Smith. And Alex, okay, so why didn't he keep Alex Smith? He thought Cap was a better fit for his system. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's no, all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying is uh, um, I've yet to see him do anything impressive in the NFL with his own groceries. He's cooked. He's cooked a little bit, but he ended up burning it in the Super Bowl. So I like to see what he does now that he gets to do his own shopping and develop it. And, he, and he's not going to a barren team. We're going to act like he just has Justin Herbert there. He has two hell of a receivers and an all running back over there already. And so that defense they isn't shabby as far as person. Huh? Well, why they dropped him fifth if they don't have it? Oh, because they not they haven't they haven't had good coaching. 
They haven't had good coaches nah, in there. Very, uh, uh, they could. Mike they Williams could. missed the whole, pretty much the whole year. <laughs> we uh -huh. not doing that. Get out and miss some time. We're not doing that. You see, you think you're so slick. You I'm not so slick. slick. I'm just saying the Chargers aren't all that, y'all. Yeah, I mean, they're chokers. <laughs> they are, but now and, and they are they, they have a terrible they have a terrible organization over there in uh in Los Angeles, formerly San Diego. So I think um when Mike was on a Mike was on a uh, right path when he was talking about the ownership and the GM. They're gonna have to get out of their own way and um, make some adjustments. Get somebody in there. Smart coaches bring people in that are smarter than them. So if he gets a good coaching staff and the uh, GMs bring in some good people to some good scouts, but it's gonna take them a long time. It's not gonna happen. If he only signed a five-year contract, he's not gonna get no Super Bowl in the next five years. I can guarantee. I mean, I that. think I think he I think he's gonna even if he doesn't, who cares? He's gonna be there longer, I think, and I think he's gonna win it regardless. Man, okay. I, 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 hope I, you, I hope you got some time. I, <laughs> all right. So I'm not all the way like Yvonne now, but I'm definitely not where you're at. See, I look at the Chargers theme and I said to myself, they got talent. We're not gonna sit here and yep. they don't have talent. They have Justin Herbert. You have your franchise quarterback. To me, like, I know what you're saying, what he did in San Francisco, but I'm saying to myself, I can make the case that this team is more talented than that team. Not to say that they are for sure, because defensively they were really strong. But I look at this Chargers team, and you got weapons, but I know Quentin Johnson hasn't looked good so far. I get it. But he's still very, very young. Joshua Palmer's still young. Mike Williams just got the contract a couple of years ago. He's been injury prone. You're throwing Keenan Allen, Yvonne, you know how much you love Keenan Allen. You think he's a top five wide receiver, from what I understand. And I'm not mad at you because I, I like Keenan Allen, too. I just don't know if I can go that far like you. But I look at that situation, I said to myself, this is a they, – they, they hit a home run, man. They got Jim Harbaugh. They got the guy, the hottest commodity right now as far as coaching. I know Belichick has all the Super Bowls, but we have to be honest. I think most of the teams around the league, if they could have landed one coach and handpicked them, I think it would have been Jim Harbaugh. Um, so kudos to them. Um, the last time the Chargers was in the Super Bowl, I remember it. I'm old enough to remember it. Stan Humphries, yeah, Natron Means. <laughs> Give what you know about those names. Ronnie Harmon, Sean University Jefferson. of Louisiana Monroe's. <laughs> University in Louisiana and Monroe's own Stan Humphreys. I I just know I just know about Junior Seau, man. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Let me let me mention something real quick. Let me mention something real quick that Mr. C said regarding him hiring coaches. Like I said, Harbaugh has a history, and what we're trying to tell you, we don't have to debate too much about it because we're because because we're because we're taking some time, but. Um, but what we're saying, Yvonne is saying that Harbaugh has coached up players. You can see that with, you know, what he did with Kaepernick and the rest of the team. And you said, you asked, okay, well, what about his coach? He better fill out, you know, his coaching staff well as well. You know, his, does he hire coaching? Well, he, he hired Greg Rowland and Vic Vangio when he was with the Niners. Those were his coordinators. 
those are two smart minds that have been in the NFL since he's been coaching. So they obviously he obviously knows how to build a healthy football environment around himself. That's what you got to see, Mister C. You got to stop hating. Oh. Uh, hey man, hey, until he does it, until he does it quicker than nine years, for one thing, and in the NFL, I, 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 I've yet to been proved wrong. That's what, what we're gonna go with where he's at now. What one thing I'll say to him before I pass it off to Keo, he ain't ducking no smoke. That boy wins the division with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so, so I gotta give all the credit in the world because he said, "Look, if I'm gonna dethrone him." I'm going to the division to dethrone him. Shout out to Jim Harbaugh, man. I like that. All right, Gil, what you think? Um, I think it's a, it, I think it's a, it's a really good hire. Um, I honestly, I didn't, I had a feeling he was gonna go to LA just based off of what you guys were saying, but I thought there was a chance that he could have stayed in Michigan. Um, I think this, the Chargers, as far as the Chargers, I think this is their best hire as far as a head coach. If you're talking about high-profile coaching hires, I think this is might be the best one outside of what they did with uh, Schottenheimer. Not his son, but his dad. Uh, but I, I thought that that was the their best coaching hire since those days in the early 2000s when they brought him. And Harbaugh, he's still, uh, you know, a successful coach. He's never been a loser anywhere he's went. Um, one thing that Harbaugh, Mike Dicker, bro, <laughs> I'm not gonna go that far. But um, one one thing that um, one thing that Harbaugh is really good for. What I noticed, he's really good at developing the the quarterbacks that he gets when you if you want to go to Stanford with uh, Andrew Luck if you want to go to Michigan like when you look at Michigan throughout the years even when Rich Rodriguez was the quarterback Brady Hoke was the the coach like Michigan we never really talked about Michigan quarterbacks like that until now until they we they we started thinking about JJ McCarthy and their Parba saying he's the best quarterback in Michigan history even with the Kaepernick even what he did with Alex Smith who was going through five to six offensive coordinators every single year and now he gets Justin Herbert there's not much development that you're gonna get with Herbert because you know he just got to correct a few mistakes and me and X we addressed this thing off air when we were had a conversation yesterday about this and I think Herbert there's not much development that you need from Herbert and I, I think it's a good hiring. They got the right pieces around them. So they, they still got solid defensive players with Bosa, Darwin James, um, Keenan Allen's there, Palmer, Mike Williams. He got the, Mike Williams is the the one that you know I'm scratching my head right now. I'm not sure what's the status with Kellen Moore if they're going to retain him and keep him. I think they should. You still have Austin Eckler. I'm not sure if he wants a new contract or not. So it, they, it's a good direction, and it's really good for the Chargers, man. And I'm not going to go far as far as Super Bowl goes. I'm going to say the Kansas City will finally get knocked off, and San Diego, I mean, L.A. will win the division. I'll start off right there. I think that's the first thing they need to do, finally knock the Chiefs out of that division. And you look at the, that – and you look – and you look at the division right now, man. You look at the head coaches there. 
uh, Sean Payton, Andy Reid, Jim Harbaugh, and then obviously you still you got Ant- Antonio Pierce who's there, man. So I think it's a good it's good for the Chargers and it's good for Jim Harbaugh. Kill on that note, if the Chargers are knocking off the Chiefs, that's a Super Bowl run. Because if you're knocking off the Chiefs, those are the Super Bowl. That's the Super Bowl team. That is the team. So if you knock off the Chiefs for the division, that's automatically a Super Bowl run right there. You got to give it to him. So it's and that's that's what he did by going to the AFC West. He's putting himself right up against the very top competition. It's either be the top or you're not the top. That's what he's doing right now. So, Steve, does he finish his uh, tenure there five years or no? Because I'm assuming he gets fired from how you're talking. Does he finish his five? Yeah, does he finish this contract? Five years there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure sure he'll be there five years. They're not going to give up on him that quick. Um, But I, I, I don't see more than... I, I see him. He's not gonna make the playoffs next year. Wow! Y'all got I him making the playoffs next year. That's a great question. I think he will. I say yes. No. Uh, I, I will say yes. Right. So how many playoff spots are there? Seven. So how many playoff spots are there? Seven. 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 So y'all have him winning the division like next year? Okay. So here's my thing. See, no. And that's no disrespect to you, Yvonne. I just want to put this out there. The Colts and the Steelers made the division, the playoffs this year. That's a fact, right? But the, this is, the, the Chargers, the chart, the Chargers are are you know three, you know. Oh well, actually, obviously they they're actually a top five pick, but um, they got a top five pick. They are, I forgot I forgot they're a top five pick. I was thinking that they were just in the middle. I forgot that, but that's because Brandon Staley and the coaching staff was just so bad. It was just so bad. And then they lost every game after they fired him, too. Um, yeah, I, I got the di- Chargers winning double digits easily next year. Easily. What you think, Akil? Y'all are, okay, so you saying they're going to be better They're gonna be better than uh, the Chiefs? No, no, I said that they're going to win double digits. I said they're going to win double digits. I think they make it a wild card team and lose, but hardball is only going to get better and better from there. So let's let's think about who's gonna who's gonna wild card this year. Houston Texans. They're gonna be they'll be better than the Texans next oh, year. They, they can be better than the Texans. They can be they can be, but I don't know if they're going to be. No, no guarantee on that. But they you know they, they got a year up on on them. They, they, they're double digit wins. It's Justin Her- Justin Herbert. Justin yeah. Herbert has every tool that that almost every tool that Andrew Luck had. Okay, you got you got to look at it like that. Right, Houston, Houston could have a sophomore slump. Pittsburgh, I don't know what's going on. Indy, they're gonna start Anthony Richardson next year. You still got, you still gotta wait and see what happens with that. I just, I, I think that um, the Browns, shoot, they caught fire this year. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna see. I mean, I think they, I think they can definitely <laughs> make the playoffs. I don't even care if they make the playoffs next year. His contract is five years. He doesn't have to win immediately. I just think eventually he's going to win a Super Bowl there. I don't care how long it takes. I, that, that doesn't mean anything to me. What do you think, Kyo? Oh, seven minutes. Seven minutes, um, Yvonne. Yvonne, how, how many years, how many years, what does he have to do? What would he have to do for you not to say that he's not going to win a Super Bowl? If he misses the playoffs, 
three out of the next five years, does it, is, it, is he uh, always cracked up to me to you? Yeah, he's an underachiever if he if he misses the playoffs three out of the next five years. But I just don't see it happening. Don't get me wrong. I will say I was wrong if he underachieves and really performs badly. But I just don't see how. I don't see how. I mean, you got Herbert. I know his past success, uh, Harbaugh's in the NFL. He just won a national title. The players like him. I just don't see how he fails. I, re- I really don't. Ah. All I see, like I said, I, I see that he's walking into another ready-made team. So I think he, I think he will be sort of successful. Super Bowl, I, I think he has zero chance. Um, you got because you got Baltimore, you got Kansas City, you got the Texans coming up. I mean, you got so many teams over there, and you got Miami. You got just for him to come out of the AFC is going to be almost impossible. When you got all these teams that are already already cooking, already cooking, and I, and I know y'all are are talking great about the Chargers the uh, roster, but they haven't won a playoff game since 2018. So I don't I, I don't think he's walking into this wonderful situation like everyone else is talking. They have not won a playoff game in six years. But I, I put that one to coaches. Yeah, I'm about to say he's a, he's the missing component according to you because the. All right, just, so the team, just the because team of has been bad. Huh? Yeah, I think the team is average. Yeah, there's not much th- things that he need to do there as far as he don't need to go and rebuild. There's he just got a couple pieces in there, and I, I think he got a good chance. I'm 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 not he, saying he's gonna I'm not saying zero chance. I think there's he has a chance, but you know. I, 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 there's still lot, some competitive I, teams out there, though. I'll put it this way. A lot of things have to really go his way for him to win a Super Bowl within the next five years. A lot of things would have to really go his way. I mean, as far as free agency, draft picks, something's going to have to, something's going to have to just happen to make it, to make him jump, frog, leapfrog all those other teams I just mentioned. Because I can't see. I can't see him coming in next year, uh, jumping over, jumping over Kansas City, jumping over Baltimore. I mean, you know, it's, it's just those two teams alone. Those are the two teams that I expect to be running the AFC for the next five years. I disagree. I don't know about that. Andy Reid's not going to be around in five years. And you sleeping on Cincinnati? Oh, I'm sorry. And I left out Cincinnati. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. That's my bad. Cincinnati. Joe Burrow will be back, and let's 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 be let's be clear. They're going to be a premier team, something to be dealt with within the next five years too. And I don't think just Jim Harbaugh coming in, um, mixing up <laughs> mixing up with the Charger, leapfrog Cincinnati, a healthy Cincinnati. Especially I forgot about ticket, T. Higgins. I forgot about Andy Reid. What's his age? He might not He's last 65. five months. 65? Yeah, I mean, he might not be in the best condition, so. All right, man, let's move over, man. Enough (laughs) of Jim Harbaugh, man. Let's talk about. That's what I've been saying. Enough of Jim Harbaugh is, man. Let's talk about the teams that's actually playing in the playoffs right now. So what we're going to do first is we're going to start off with our winners and losers from the divisional round. How you guys have it? Okay. Well, I'll go first. Uh, I uh, do y'all want me to say both winner and loser? Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Both winner and loser. All right. Well, my winner of this past weekend has to be Lamar Jackson. Wow. And it's and it's Lamar Jackson because he's been struggling in the playoffs. He gets a win, and now he gets to host the AFC title game. This is the best situation Lamar Jackson could have asked for. He's at home. Uh he he now won a playoff game. He got the, some rust off because he didn't play for weeks. Lamar Jackson's my biggest winner. Uh, he I think because he set himself up perfectly. He's the MVP this year, at least by who's going to win the votes. Um, I think Lamar Jackson's the winner because uh, he couldn't have asked for a better situation to put himself in. So he's my winner because of that. My biggest loser is Josh Allen. And it's not because he was terrible. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Sure, he mi- missed some throws, like Mike said, and he didn't complete any over 20 yards. But I know he would have completed one if Stefan Diggs would have caught it. Right? <laughs> um, let me tell you all something crazy that I cannot believe. Josh Allen is 5-5 five and five in the playoffs. He averages 330 yards passing in those 10 games. 27 touchdowns and four interceptions. That's insane. That's insane. And he's five and five. That tells me it's not his fault. He's playing against Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. And there's no and who did he lose to last year? Burrow. Burrow. There's no no shame in that. So he's not playing bad. Sure, he could have had some throws back, but at the end of the day. Let's also talk about how beat up the Bills' defense is. No Matt Milano, no Tredavious White. Uh, Von Miller might as well not be out there. He's stealing money at this point. Um, (laughs) So Josh Allen's my biggest loser because he – you would think he would have made a Super Bowl by now, and he's just not – he's just not having enough around him at this point. Um, And they are underachieving. So he's my loser, but here's the thing. He's going to be around at least for another decade. So at least he has plenty time to go. So my biggest winner is Lamar Jackson because he set himself up for an AFC title game at home. My biggest loser is Josh Allen because he averages 27 touchdowns and four interceptions in his 10 playoff games. And that tells you it's not his fault. Go ahead, Mike. All right, so I'll start with my biggest loser. I'm sickened, sickened by the excuses for Josh Allen there. Oh, <laughs> How much does Josh Allen get paid a year? How much does he get paid a year? He's top dollar. He's one of those top dollar quarterbacks. He's one of those top dollar players. He argued for, he was granted one of the, at the time, guaranteed it was the highest paid contract of all time when he when he signed it. He is supposed to make those throws. It is second and nine. You need a first down. One minute, 50 seconds left in the game. Stefan Diggs crossing route to the left, wide open. He doesn't, he's going for a touchdown. Third and nine, a, uh, a, um, an in route. It's a dagger right down the middle, right on the first down line. Third and nine, get the conversion. What would Tom Brady do? What would Joe Burrow do? What would Patrick Mahomes do? They would hit that. They would hit that play. 
They would not make that mistake two times in a row. Absolutely not, guys. This is embarrassing to be making. The, the biggest loser is the Buffalo Bills because they're not winning a Super Bowl for the next 10 years. They're not winning a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. They're not winning a Super Bowl with Sean McDermott. They are not winning a Super Bowl with this tenure. This not with this not with this regime. They will not win a Super Bowl. That the, the Buffalo Bills are the biggest losers because this was this was definitely one of the last opportunities and i think i i think it's the last like this is this is it this is all i've needed to see from josh allen i'm done he he can't hit a second and nine a third and nine open man in the middle of the field to go for a first down and continue your drive he throws for a touchdown two plays in a row makes that same mistake bro guys he is the very he's supposed to be paid the very elite the very most there the buffalo bills are telling him he's the best quarterback in the nfl he is that guy and he misses a, a nine yards. He's missing a middle route. Needs a first down to continue this drive to win the game to get to the AFC Championship. And he can't hit it twice in a row, guys. This is not a Josh Allen pity party. The Buffalo Bills pity party. That's what this is. Uh, my biggest winner, uh, the Detroit Lions. AFC Championship. Congratulations. To the Detroit Lions, they have made excellent decisions in the past few years. I hope they get a Super Bowl out of it, but I don't think that they're going to win a Super Bowl either with what they have going on. Um, I, the, one of the reasons is because they drafted a linebacker, Jack Campbell, who's just not that good, okay? And so I, I can see that the Detroit Lions are still making some mistakes, and um, I, I, I don't believe in Jared Goff all the way. I think that the NFC is going to get better. Um, and uh, I, I think that the Detroit Lions might miss a Super Bowl run, but congratulations, biggest winner definitely goes to the Detroit Lions for suffering so long. This is like if the Raiders made an AFC championship, so I'm absolutely rooting for the Detroit Lions. Oh, go ahead, see, because I got a whole lot to unload on them. Are you crazy? <laughs> go ahead, see. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and go, man. Um, biggest winner. I agree with Mike, man. The, the Detroit Lions, they these boys have not even made the playoffs in years. They make the playoffs. Not only make the playoffs, they win. Win a game. They're hitting to the NFC Championship game. They won two games. I'm sorry. Won two games. Like that coach uh, Campbell said, he said, we just played two of the hottest teams and beat them. You know what I'm saying? And going headed to the NFC Championship game. Nobody could have predicted that when he took the job, when he was talking about biting boys' kneecaps. Yep. Nobody would have pr predicted that. But from that press conference alone, I was like, man, I like that boy. And uh, I think he's a player's coach. I think they love him. And I think they will run through the wall for him. And they've been running through those walls thus far. I think they might run into a wall that they can't run through this week. <laughs> but uh, so far, they are, they are definitely – highly invested and they believe in themselves they're playing out of their minds and uh i think they're the biggest winner this week and the biggest loser to me uh green bay packers green bay packers i said they're the biggest losers because they was right there they were right there they had the opportunity of a lifetime to knock off the cowboys one week then knock off the 49ers Make it to the NFC Championship game, and uh, and loves first year starting, and uh, just really set their franchise apart and set them on the right path for the next 
10 years. Um, but they missed it. They missed out on it. And that doesn't happen often. You don't get that opportunity often. And they just didn't um they didn't capitalize on it. They couldn't close the deal, as they say. And I think they're the biggest losers because of that. Um it almost made me made me they almost made me pick the 49ers as my biggest winner because they skirt, snuck out of there with that win. And uh, you know, like I said, I, I'm proud of them. I'm I'm proud of them from eking out that, that victory because I've been calling them the best team in football when they were healthy all year. So uh, they make it to the NFC Championship. But um, Green Bay, I think y'all had a chance to do something special, and you missed it. You missed it. And uh, not too much on Josh Allen, man. I forgot about the Bills when I was talking about that stuff. Harbaugh didn't make them boys better than the Bills yet. Yeah, man. Okay, so let's start with the biggest winner, the city of Detroit, man. Everything C said, man. I, 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 I love Dan Campbell. No, I want to go play football for Dan Campbell. He is, he, hey, bro. Hey, I, I, I shared something on Instagram where he was like, that's all I think about, man, is football and getting you guys in the best possible position to win. And, and you can tell he's talking to his team. And just his energy, his charisma, I love Dan Campbell, and I'm so happy for the city of Detroit, man. So Detroit, the city, not only the team, but the city of Detroit, they're the biggest winners. Now, to get to the biggest loser, Mike, you are wilding. See, this is what I don't get. Because there's people that play with my, uh, in the Michael Jordan era. You think that Patrick Mahomes and Brady are the Michael Jordan and the Shaquille O'Neal or whatever of this era. <laughs> Not everybody can win. Not everybody can win. At the end of the day, though, he's going up against Michael Jordan of this era. And yeah, okay, he missed. He should have made the two reads and made those two throws. But even with that, man, Scott Norwood was playing <laughs> in Buffalo, man. You had Scott Norwood, top of the pass. He tapped into that Scott Norwood wide right. That can't happen. If he makes that field goal, we're not talking about Josh Allen missing those throws, Mike. Um, He has to make hey. that throw. You have one job. Thanks. X, how much does Tyler Bass get paid? It doesn't matter. That's his job. And so and, what, and, and what and what and what is job. job and what is Josh Allen's job? Okay, Josh Allen is to put his team in position to win. He did that. No, That's he did okay. not. He he put him in a position to tie. Okay, well he put him in a position to win the game. No, X, you Dude, cannot make game. excuses can not, for him. Can they not win the game if they put him in a position to tie the game? Second yes, no. and not. Yeah, of course. Okay, so I don't understand how he put his team in a position to win or tie, if you want to use that, but they still go tip for tail, go into overtime. And Tyler Bass ended all that by missing that doing his job. He had one That's, job. That second and nine crossing route, that third and nine crossing okay, route. Let's go. Those okay, are... That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. Okay, how let's about go back to back for home in 13 seconds. Is that Josh Allen's fault, too? Of course not, but okay, he could play so better. You can't keep blaming Josh Allen. At some point, somebody else on the team has to step up. And I didn't remember. He X. makes that field goal. The momentum is back on Buffalo's side. They're in Buffalo. It's rowdy. You know they're trying to get to the Super Bowl. They're trying to, they're trying to take that next step. They're trying to knock off the Chiefs. He has to make that kick. It wasn't like he wasn't I at can't home. believe you. I, don't, I, can't I can't believe you. 
Yeah, I, let me let let me let me let me finish this out real quick. Let me make a statement real quick. X, first off, I can't believe you that you're blaming the kicker more than Josh Allen. And second, you got to remember, I picked the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl this year. I said at the beginning of the year, this is their year. I said Josh Allen shows that this is that he's right there too. That he is just as good because they're because yes. I don't think that the the games before as much were his uh, were his problem. We can see the stats. His stats are so good um, for all these games before, but during the regular season, and during the regular season, I was more convinced that Josh Allen was not that guy that he would never be able to lead them to a Super Bowl. That Mahomes was definitely more of that guy, and that's who I would trust to make Mahomes it to the Super Bowl this year. I know, I know. Just wait, just wait. I, but this is that's the realization that I came in this regular season that no, it doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson isn't going to do it. Um, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson isn't going to do it. Josh Allen isn't going to do it. This is Patrick Mahomes. He's still going back to the Super Bowl. I came to that realization during the regular season, and then Josh Allen proved it with the last drive to make the AFC Championship game. Misses a second down routine throw, and it does it again right down the middle. X, he made the same mistake twice in a row. He gets paid $50 million a year. I'm just saying. That's it. Did he put his team in position to have a chance to win the ball game? Yes or no? He has more opportunity. No, no, he didn't. He didn't. X, he put him in the position to tie. All all he did. At least give him something. It doesn't. It doesn't. Huh? Okay, no. Stephon, Stephon Diggs dropped the deep pass too, Mike. So if you're going to talk about all the island's mistakes, I know what you're saying. I get what, I'm not trying to give Josh Allen a pass, but it's in the, stats, you are. Hold, hold on one second. 27 and four since he's been in the play, playing in the playoffs. Here's what I'm saying. When I look at him, that's why we look at it different. I look at it like this. If I got somebody going up against LeBron or Michael Jordan or one of those top-notch guys in the NBA. And my star player drops 50. He done everything he can. They found a role player to tie the game, to go into overtime. No, you got to make those free throws. You can't blame the, the guy that dropped 50 in the game. Josh Allen missed the free throws, though. No, he, he missed didn't. the free Yes, he did. No, it was Josh right there in front of him. to tie the game. No, that's not a free throw. That is not a free throw. A 44-yard kick. I can't believe that you're saying that Josh yards. No, you you're telling me that Josh Allen put the Bills in a position to win by going for by getting them to a field goal with a minute and forty three seconds left, and 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 Patrick Mahomes is on the other side. That's not a position to win, X. No. He did not succeed. Okay. Can he you did not succeed. Brock, can you say? But I know Kill got to go. I know. Can you say without a shadow of a doubt if Bass makes that kick for sure that Chiefs are going to win that game? Yes, yes. or no? Yes. No, no, you can't. No, you yes, can't. I can because it's Patrick Mahomes on the other side. I've seen Tom Brady. <laughs> I've seen Tom Brady lose. It's I know. Like that. So I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has lost in the playoffs before. Not to Josh Allen. Come on, man. Come on, bro. You can't sit here and say we've seen Patrick Mahomes fail too before. What I'm saying is he has to make that kick, dog. He has to. I got a better analogy. Remember uh, LeBron dropping 60 against the Warriors in game one? And J.R. <laughs> Smith blew the game? He's cool, man. I don't blame Josh Allen. I, hey, look, I understand what you say he did. He should have made those two throws. I, I'm with you on that. But to me, 
he still put his team in position to have a chance to win the game by getting them in field goal position. Bass has one job. Josh Allen has a bunch of jobs in that team. Somebody, somebody find the stats. Somebody find the stats. What were the what were the Chiefs' chances of that percentage chance of winning if Tyler Bass made that field goal? You know, you know what it is. You know what it is. Chiefs would be at like 80% chance of winning still with one forty three left in the game. Field goal ties it. Okay. Who's to say? Who's to say Harrison Buckner does not miss it like Tyler Bass? Then it'd be a tie game, and then the chances would be more 50-50. I'm just but, saying, like, I uh, but like I'm saying Patrick to... Mahomes has the ball with the forty with a minute forty three left in the game, and it's a tie game. The chances of the Chiefs winning is probably okay, is sixty you, plus, sixty plus percent. I ask you this: all the stuff you said, you, you said I've seen Brady do this. I've seen Brady. I've seen Adam Vinatieri save Brady a whole bunch of times. Absolutely. So we're not doing that. And when Brady missed throws, but got him in field goal position, and Adam Vinatieri bailed them out. So we can't do that. You can't sit there and blame Josh Allen. I'm blaming Josh Allen for not hitting those. Those were the two. Those were the two throws. That's it. That's all. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see. That separates. He's Did he hit Stephon Diggs? Of course. Of course he did. That doesn't win the game. That doesn't win the game. That, that's still that's what that's that's earlier in the game. I'm talking about to win the game, guys. It doesn't all that earlier stuff. Yeah, and and the Chiefs could have not fumbled the ball at the one yard line. You know, like we can oh, go through yeah, all those plausible scenarios. I'm talking about game time. This is game time. He doesn't make the plays. Hey, we got we got to get back to our winners and losers. <laughs> go ahead, Q. I'm sorry. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Look, <laughs> you um, like that back and forth. <laughs> all right, man. I'm gonna start off with my loser first. Um, I got my loser as uh Josh Allen. Um, as my loser. Um, I think he he they the Bills caught a break after the Bills. Uh, they recovered Allen's fumble on on their final drive. Um, even though they converted on that fourth and two play, and then they didn't really do much from it. Uh, Allen misfired on a lot of um, throws that I thought he they should have had. Um, and um, I, I, I just put this on Josh Allen because the talk was about Josh Allen going into this game being 0-2 against Patrick Mahomes, and obviously he ends up being 0-3, and the question goes on him once again. To me, man, Josh Allen is the new generation of Philip Rivers, man. Great stats, but he can oh, never get the job done when it matters most, man. Philip Rivers, man, you look at his stats, his numbers, one of the greatest when you look at statistically um he is is really good numbers but when it comes to postseason philip rivers never gets it done and that's the same thing when it comes to josh allen and um i i got him as my loser now for my winner oh god don't do that don't do that uh, there it goes to one individual please man just off of you know winter intangible gut feeling 
I I was so grateful. I, I was really privileged to watch this performance by this young individual, man. I gotta go with Brock Purdy as my winner, man. Um, um, anybody that watched that game in that final drive, man, he was just lighting it up in that in that final drive, man. He was throwing nothing but rockets. In that drive, man, going six for seven in that drive, man. Um, what I saw, man, I was just I was just astounded by the velocity, the accuracy that 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 Brock Purdy displayed in this game, man. And I definitely got him as my winner. Um, and the the things that um Purdy had to go through in this game, man, when we you know talking about facing adversity. Under pressure, the game on the line. Uh, one of his favorite weapons wasn't on the field. People say you can't win with 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 uh without your favorite weapon on there. He did that. They said you couldn't do it when, when your team is behind. Guess what? He did that, and he even ran for a clutch first down. Man, I more than this kid can't do man i love me some brock purdy everybody knows me man brock purdy is starting <laughs> to become my favorite quarterback right now in the nfl man as a matter of fact man i i don't follow many nfl players on twitter i actually follow brock purdy's twitter account last <laughs> night man i even sent everybody a screenshot of it but with that being said, man, we're gonna talk more about Brock Purdy. But I got I got Brock Purdy as my winner, man, and I think it should be everybody's winner because he was oh, a winner this past weekend, man. But what what compelling content has Brock Purdy po posted on his Twitter? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, on his X since uh <laughs> since you followed him. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm about to find. I'm about to find out right right after the show, man. So uh, we're we're gonna That's see. Nothing. We're gonna see because I'm gonna like and retweet everything. No, oh, let's go. All right, let's move on over to um. Let's move on over to our very next topic for tonight, and um, I guess you guys love talking about Josh Allen. So with that being said, man, what was the more bigger story? Patrick Mahomes advancing to his sixth straight AFC title game or Josh Allen losing again? Okay. I'm going to give the credit to Patrick Mahomes instead of taking Josh Allen down because Allen played well overall. Uh, Mahomes' sixth straight AFC title game. Wow. I had the chiefs losing this was his first true road playoff game he stepped up big and i thought one reason they would lose is because i was thinking well this guy travis kelsey's not the same and then travis kelsey came back from the dead it made no sense to me <laughs> I, I i had him on my fantasy team in one league did not do anything second half of the year and then yeah. out of nowhere he turns back into travis kelsey i just don't understand i really don't understand um, Mahomes wanted to come out there and prove that he can win on the road. He did it. Um, look, six straight AFC uh, title game, and if he gets to another Super Bowl, it's incredible. It's the best start ever for a quarterback. 
It is the best start ever for a quarterback in his career. And I know some people will say, oh, well, Brady won three very early on, but we know the teams Brady had around him. And that's not, not, not anything to take away from Brady because he is the GOAT. But the first three were very defensive and coaching driven. Mahomes is the main guy uh, pulling this thing for the Chiefs. Hey, I'm going to give him credit, man. Six straight AFC title games, and this story is far from over. He deserves credit. And like and like X said, you can't even take it away from Josh Allen because he's losing to the GOAT of this generation. And Mahomes is the GOAT of this generation that, that's taken off after Brady. So uh, it is what it is. It's just incredible. I got no other words. Go ahead, Mike. Pile <laughs> on. Well, Mike must have been mute or something. Go ahead, C. Hey, man, I'm going to give my credit to Mr. Patrick Mahomes, bro. Um, he, six straight years, six straight years to the, um, to the, to the, the AFC championship game. That's, um, that's close to LeBron-ish with the eight trips to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you know what I mean? So you got to give him credit to go to someone, to go to a conference finals six years in a row, especially your first six years as a starter. That's something that, um, I don't think we've seen before, to be honest. Um, and I'm not sure who's going, who's going to be able to do this after him. He's kind of just, uh, he's, he's putting his stamp on the fact that he's this century's go this, uh, this era's goat, right? Cause you got, you got, you got some good, great quarterbacks right now, but, um, he's, he's head and shoulders above everybody else. He just put Josh Allen in the bed. His only kryptonite is Burrow. And Burrow is hurt, so <laughs> you know it's um he, he he we'll see we'll see how he continues this with a healthy Burrow next year. But right now, I mean, you can't say anything bad about him, man. He going to six straight AFC Championship games. More than likely, um, I'm not gonna say more than likely. He has a good chance of winning this one and going back to the Super Bowl, which would be his uh what fourth Super Bowl, third, third, no, no uh, fourth. His fourth, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah his fourth. Topic. And Eagles. Yeah, that it'll be his fourth Super Bowl. Third possible ring, though. Right, third ring. So, um, the topic. Um, the topic is uh, what's more impressive? What are we um, giving the credit to? Uh, Pat Mahomes for six years straight in the AFC title game or – you know, we bagging on <laughs> Josh Chocolate. Allen. Losing. I, I think you guys I know, know what I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I already know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, like I said, man, shout out to shout out to Mahomes and shout out to Kelsey for uh, reemerging, uh, <laughs> reemerging. Like Yvonne said, man, I had him on one of my fantasy teams. Gave me nothing the second half. You're right, nothing at all. Okay. Well, Mike, mute yourself again, so I'll go. You know, the funny part is I'm actually going to agree with Mike on this one, though. I think when you look back, not to say that Mahomes, Mahomes is doing this phenomenal. We're not, we're not even going to take away from that. But when you look back at it, it's like 
Types Mahomes is slowly but surely turning Josh Allen and a lot of the, if he beats Lamar Jackson into the Reggie Millers and the Patrick Ewings of this league. Oh, like, Martin, really yeah. doing this. Um, you're right. See, Joe Burrow's the one. The one dude, I mean, outside of Brady, we know Brady beat him in the Super Bowl, but Brady's the, the GOAT, so we're not going to do that. So we're talking about outside of Brady. But when you look at it, you say to yourself, was even that win kind of like a Penny Hardaway, Orlando Magic, one-time ordeal? Because Burrow has to do it again in order to be able to be looked upon as, okay, you're that guy. You got to overtake Mahomes. But Mahomes is slowly but surely, him and the Chiefs are starting to look like Michael Jordan the Bulls and just dominating year in and year out, man. But I'm going to say Josh Allen because I felt like this was his chance. He was at home. I mean, what else? What else? What else do you want? You're home, um, in front of your fans. I said Tyler Bass had a chance to tie the game, but at the end of the day, me, uh, court, Amelia, a few other people, I think C was one. I thought the Bills were gonna go in there and really lay that hammer down and blow them I out. I did too, <laughs> and I was completely wrong. I know Yvonne don't agree with that because Yvonne was like, "Nah, it's been a close game," but um. Pressure bust pipes because it busts the pipes of Tyler Bass. And unfortunately, this is a team game. So Josh Allen's rushing get throw gets thrown out the window. Um, his passing yards get thrown out the window. His touchdowns at 27 to 4. And it all sounds good. Patrick Ewan had good numbers. And Carl Malone had good numbers. John Stockton had good numbers. It means nothing if you can't close the deal. Um, and I think that Josh Allen, this was gonna hurt him for a long time. Losing at home to Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to say, yeah, Josh Allen's the biggest story because it's almost like we're becoming numb to Patrick Mahomes doing what he's doing. Oh, is, is on me? Yes, um, sir. <laughs> um, bigger story is Patrick Mahomes. Six straight AFC title game. Um, I think he's probably done it. As long as he's been the starter, um, you know, people, a lot of people, been counting him out. Um, like, like X picked him against every round so far, probably the next round also. And you know, hey, hold on, um, don't, don't announce my prediction this week. <laughs> relax, we all know who you got, but um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just I just think that you know he's you know doing this without Tyree Kill. Obviously, the offense been different, but they have started to figure things out, man. And uh, like I said, man, once again, I just you one thing I can't do is go against uh, Patrick Mahomes until somebody knocks them out. Then you know, then I'm you know, then I'll probably have more confident picking against this team. But as long as Mahomes is there. There's no way that I can't pick against him. And that's like what he's doing right now. It's, it's just not many people could do that. And we know how competitive the AFC is right now uh, with, with all these teams coming up. And they've still been able to do this. And then it gets tougher, especially with Jim Harbaugh going to the AFC also. So, like, like th this guy could possibly – be threatening, you know, that, that GOAT status conversation, um, you know, I, maybe he could win two more Super Bowls. It, it, it could possibly, we have, we could possibly have a conversation about this. So, yeah, I think this is more a bigger story. 
And then you got Burrow coming back. You said Harbaugh, Burrow's coming back. And you got Aaron Rodgers coming back next year for the Jets. I know, he, I mean, C is like, that doesn't mean nothing next. <laughs> it don't, man. Hey, Keo, man, you messing up That's our ratings. I swear. They can't see me. The viewers can't see me. It's gonna it's gonna mess up our rating. You can't you can't you can't fix your camera angle. Every time I fix it, man, it's it's something that you did with the thing. Yeah. Keo, move it back to what it was. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> like is that better? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, but see what I'm saying is you see right there how they that's have right. it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'll move it to the original. My bad. Um, Come on, man. Go ahead. Oh, I started bringing that classic out. <laughs> now we What's got the, the next topic. What's the next topic? All right. Fellas? All right. We're moving over to the next topic. Um, and our next topic is. <laughs> We're going to talk about Brock Purdy right now, man. So the what? question is, is Brock Purdy being treated unfairly by the media right now? Man, I'm going to go first, and go I'm going to say yes. And the reason is, is because the guy has not done anything to anybody, Okay. He's started two years and gotten to two NFC title games, and I'm going to give him credit after this win. He made clutch throws down the stretch. Y'all did not watch that game if you don't think so. Go right. pull up the tape. Third and 15 off his back foot, high ball off the safety, caught by Jawan Jennings. Who? Who? Jawan Jennings. Don't disrespect Mr. And, and Jennings. With, without, <laughs> without, without Debo in, his best receiver, I think Debo is better than Iuke. But anyways, um, look, I'm, the, I'm not the type of guy to hype up dudes until they achieve something, but Brock Purdy earned that playoff victory. He made clutch throw after clutch throw without his best receiver. He uh he struggled at times, but when it mattered most on the game winning drive where he couldn't use McCaffrey every throw, uh he balled. He balled. And uh, you know, we just talked about Mahomes, six AFC title games, two straight for Brock Purdy conference games in his two years. That's impressive. Um now he and he got hurt last year, so we never know what happens in that game. Regardless, he's back here this year. He deserves credit. 32 touchdowns, I want to say, 11 interceptions, Keo, something like that. He also right. averages uh, the most uh, deep ball completions uh, in terms of his attempt uh, yardage. So people, people can't say he's just dumping the ball off. He's not. That's not what the facts say. So I'm not saying Purdy, I'm not saying uh, Purdy here is a top three quarterback. My top three quarterbacks remain Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. But you got to give him credit for what he's done. You do. He, mm -hmm. And he made clutch throw after right. clutch throw. I think, I think Kyle Shanahan, I forgot the exact number. I want to say he was 0 and 38 when trailing by five <laughs> or more going into the fourth quarter. And he won this weekend because of Brock Purdy on his final drive. Right. Uh huh. 
Hey, I gotta give him credit. Go ahead, see. Uh, yeah, I, do think the media, I do think the media is unfair to Brock Purdy. Very and, unfair. And it's all because he's mystery relevant. If he was That's a top right. five pick, he would be viewed different. So I think when you're how how you're picked has a huge view. And probably I'm not saying he's gonna end up Brady, but I'm saying I'm sure Brady, I'm a little younger. I was seven years old when he won his first title. I'm sure people are looking at Brady similarly early on saying, ah, he's six-rounder. He doesn't deserve much credit. So, hey, we got to be real. He's right. being treated unfairly, and he made clutch throws. Please don't compare that man to Brady. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Brady, I'm just... and, I, and I was. I was old enough, and I was, uh, I was around when Brady first came on the scene, and it was his defense that won those championships for him. So he wasn't getting much credit. He wouldn't get much credit. But one thing he did do was they he did win those championships. So until this man does any of that, I can't even I can't even speak of him at the same time um as uh Tom Brady. But here's what I will say: if the media made you, they can also take you down. The media made him, the media is who put him in the MVP conversations prematurely, very prematurely. And um, now, if they're going, they're not treating them unfair. That means they were treating them uh, unfair at the beginning. Then, so if they made him, they they were treating them unfair. Then, well, well he, he was, he's balling, huh? We we just got to give him for credit for that. He's balling. That's all I'm saying. He did he, he did pretty good. He did pretty good in his last game. But I did see him throw it uh, straight to a couple of Packers that just didn't make the catch <laughs> uh, earlier in the game as well. So I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not impressed. I'm still not impressed. He's definitely not in my top three quarterback, not in my top five. He may not even be in my top ten. Wow. But I will say, I will say that he um he is playing good enough with the tools that that he's being given to um maintain maintain the um the San Francisco 49ers into the playoffs and going to the NFC Championship. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing, but we can all I, I don't think anybody would disagree with me. And if you did, um, you'd be lying to yourself. If you put Brock Purdy on the Carolina Panthers, if you put him on the Falcons, are we even having a conversation about this man? Are we even talking about him? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So are they mystery? Are they treating him bad now? Are they um mistreating him? I don't think they're mistreating him because if they are now, that means we should have been complaining about them, boosting them up earlier. If you like if you like it when they're talking good about you, you gotta take it when they're talking bad. Go ahead, Mike. You ready to go or you are you paused? I don't think that the media is treating Brock Purdy harshly. Um, I think you did treating him pretty fairly compared to everybody else that gets treated by the media. Um, I don't really want to comment on that. I don't, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's not a biggie to me. He's getting the publicity he is because he's the Niners quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo got the same thing. Wow. Uh, Colin Kaepernick got the same thing. They're playing well. And that's why he's, he's a top uh, flight in the media. He's not impressive to me. Like Mr. Steve not. said. This last game, 
I wish I was able to dissect it a little bit more. I haven't had the chance to. I wanted to go through every possession, every play-by-play um, to rem- to really remember um, the third down, the third downs because the 49ers weren't converting them for for a long period. The 49ers were outplayed by the Packers for most of it, and Jer- uh, and uh, and um, uh, um, Brock Purdy was was being outplayed by Jordan Love for much of the game, which is why I thought that the Packers were about to win this game or at least tie it at that final drive. I was very shocked at that throw. That was not what Jordan Love was doing all game. He was not throwing the, the you know he was not throwing an across the body pass uh, on first down, um, just throwing chucking it up. He was not doing that. He was making very very good and sensible throws. And and just and dissecting the 49ers team. I was very shocked at that final drive. And, and the reason for that was because Jordan Love was outplaying Brock Purdy. Um and then I, more clutch. Evidently, Brock Purdy was. On that on that on that on that play um to Jawan Jennings, I feel like he zeroed in on, on him the whole time. So am I impressed by his Accuracy on the throw, yes. Um, I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to find like it. Just it was the only throw of the night, is all I'm saying. It was the only throw of the night, and I know that the 49ers did not win because of Brock Purdy. Um, he's not a game changer like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Um, I think that the 49ers are benefiting from being in a very weak NFC right now without any. Uh, and at any elite quarterbacks at, at the moment. And I think that they actually just went toe-to-toe with a guy that's about ready to become an elite quarterback who has a lot of elite weapons. And, and he took them to the brink. He took them to the brink, to the brink of his own ego. Um, and, uh, and now he, he's going to remember. He, he's, that, this is a learning mistake for a rookie quarterback. That's pretty much what Jordan Love is. This was his first real year. Or actually, it's his second. But – the when you look at those stats with Aaron Rodgers on this team, it's very, very similar to what Aaron Rodgers did in the second year as well. Um, so Jordan Love is right there, and I think that he's going to be giving the 49ers problems next year for sure, uh, to the point of probably be, uh, of maybe beating them. So the 49ers are benefiting from not playing in a in a league in a conference with an elite quarterback, any elite quarterback, and the guy that they have is just he's just good at doing his job. Okay, I'm not impressed by Brock Purdy. I don't think that the 49ers are going to win this uh, this Super Bowl. Um, And uh, uh, that's all I have to really say about it um, for Brock Purdy. All right. I love I love I love what y'all have to say. So I don't. All right. Hold up. Hold up. It's my (laughs) turn. Like you like to say. (laughs) All right. Your question, I want to make sure I got this right. Is Brock Purdy being being treated unfair by the media? That's your question, right? What's unfair about us talking about Brock Purdy not being elite? That's all we've ever said on this show. We never said he's trash. We never said he's not good. Nobody on this show sat up here and called the man Trash, not good. Don't know. Didn't he, he, over there. He, bas- he basically said he's trash if he's on the Atlanta Falcons. Well, okay, but he, we that says he's not a game changer. A game changer could turn the Falcons around. 
not an average quarterback. That's just what I think. That's what I got from what he's saying. Right. At the end of the day, an average if, quarterback. If you're not, if you're not Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> if you're not Lamar Jackson, if you're not Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, then yeah, you go on that team. You're probably not going to be the greatest quarterback of all time, or the or or, or in the playoffs. But that doesn't mean that he's bad. I think there's a few quarterbacks that didn't make the playoffs this year. It's just not a bad quarterback. If they was on the Niners team, they would be doing well. I know he got hurt this year, but I think Kirk Cousins could be in the same situation right now if he played for the 49ers. I think I'm the really Kirk Cousins would be doing better. I think I'm Kirk really Cousins hard better. to believe that. So I'm just sitting there saying, how are we not treating him? How are we not treating him fairly? Because we say he's not elite. He's not elite. There's nothing about Brock Purdy that makes me think that he's a top three, top five quarterback. There's You're not going to make me believe that. Even if he went out and won the Super Bowl this year, I would not sit back and say, you know what? Oh, man, I'm going to put him in my top five, bro. I think that he's one of the best five quarterbacks in the league. I think that he benefits from where he's at, similar to a lot of the Alabama quarterbacks. That doesn't mean all of them, y'all, because I know y'all might jump on me and say, Oh, and Tua was in the league. I'm not talking about Tua, but there was guys at Alabama, AJ McCarron, that won a national championship. Well, that wasn't elite. Ken Dorsey won at uh, Miami. He wasn't elite. He played for a good team with a lot of talent. That doesn't make you elite. I just said he's a I good quarterback. Ken Dorsey. Yeah, it's not. It's no. It's no knock to Brock Purdy. I actually like Brock Purdy. I think he does his job. I respect that. He he likes the I think it was C that said it. Um, or Mike, one of them. He definitely threw the ball to some Green Bay Packers that just happened to drop the ball in the game for sure twice. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, he's a good quarterback. He's not elite. And I've said that since me and Kills argued on this on this show. I know y'all may say X. You hate because his numbers say different. He leads the league in QBR. He leads the league in completion percentages. Dog, come on, man. We can go back to when – I know I'm, I'm speaking about college, but we can go back to Ken Dorsey putting up good numbers. Sure, we can go back to McCarron. But I'm not saying they had elite numbers, but good numbers. Matt Liner was really good at, at um USC. There's dudes that put up good numbers. That doesn't make you elite um quarterback. So I'm not sitting there saying he's elite. I don't think he's being treated unfairly, whatever Keel came up with. He's a good quarterback. Kudos to him on a very good team. The most loaded team in the NFL, arguably. At every skill position, they have a stud. <laughs> and he did do that drive without D-ball. I'll give him credit for that. Good drive by him. They have a stud at every skill position. Not a good player, a stud in every skill position. Who's a um, stud DB for them? I uh, like Ward. I think Ward is definitely good. Really he's good. Not a stud. He's not a stud, man. Okay, I mean, we can agree to disagree. I think he's really okay. good. No, okay, they don't have a stud at defensive back. They have a stud everywhere else. Okay, uh, no, they don't. Even they don't at know. fullback. Even at fullback, they, they have, have stud. multiple studs. At <laughs> I'm about quarterback, I'm, uh, quarterback in corner. Stud, they do not have a stud. They got multiple studs on the offensive line, running back, wide receiver, defensive linebackers. line, linebackers. Five out of seven. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's my, it's my turn. Hold on, let me go. 
after these atrocious statements that you guys get <laughs> right now. Obviously, obviously, uh, Brock Purdy has been treated unfairly since the beginning of the season. Um, it's to the the love and hate has been to the extreme when it comes to Brock Purdy. It's been very flagrant. It's been out of line. It's actually bizarre to me the way this guy's been treated. Um, and I, I just don't get it. And that's why I defend him as much as I do. And um, and I'm not a Niners fan. Like yes, I, you I'm, are. I'm not. I'm, yes. I'm just. I'm. A, I'm a fan of Brock Purdy. If that's more than anything. And it I, is kind of odd that Keo lets his family's 49ers influence bleed onto him a little bit, being a Cowboys like fan, you know? It's kind of weird. And X, I think you, after every time we have this conversation with Purdy, I could see it in your eyes. You've been moved by Brock Purdy, just like what? I've been moved by him. He's moving. He's I moving me too. in the right direction. He's moving you in the He's wrong the wrong direction when it comes to Brock Purdy. He's moving my um, bowels. Um, we 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 you <laughs> Brock Purdy as a starter the, the first two seasons he's twenty five and three as a starter as a Niners quarterback. We talk about oh if we put Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen there, uh, he'll do better. He's twenty and twenty five and three. As a starting Baby quarterback, what you what you expect? What what you expect those quarters the quarterbacks to do? Go undefeated if they're on yes. the Niners team. There's the Brock Purdy lost to the the Baltimore Ravens. They lost to the the Cleveland Browns, and they also lost to the um the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals. Uh, twenty five oh, and three. So twenty five twenty five and three as a starting quarterback. As a starting quarterback, you're talking about putting those quarterbacks. In that position, what what well, how much better do you want this guy to do? The guy has done done anything wrong. The guy he he's he's very humble. Um, and uh, his teammates speak highly of him. Kyle Shanahan speaks highly of him, and he's done everything that you've asked him to do. He's overseeded expectations as a quarterback, and that he still gets dragged. By media, just because he's Mister Irrelevant, he's not supposed to be there. Um, he started as a third-string quarterback, and nobody expected to do what he's doing right now. We question about Brock Purdy about he can't do it coming from behind. Guess what? He did it. He can't do it with his favorite weapon. Guess what? He did it. He couldn't. He couldn't do it with facing pressure and adversity with the game on the line. But guess what? He did all of that. His numbers speak for itself. I could, I mean, I could go down, down the line. I've I've expressed Brock Purdy's numbers week after week after week. He's an MVP candidate for a reason. It's not just because they want to put him there, it's because how he's performed throughout the season. You don't you don't just put anybody in the MVP conversation Hold and on, that last and that that last drive Brock Purdy was responsible for it sure Christian McCaffrey ran for the touchdown Brock Purdy set him up for that touchdown going six for seven 
through that tribe. What about all um, those times McCaffrey bailed him out by catching those balls and giving him all those rack yards, picking up those first downs off those little passes? Yeah, yeah McCaffrey deserves credit also. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve credit. Let me ask you a question. Why you saying why you saying Purdy is elite? All right. I, I gave you the extreme, the extreme example with the Atlanta Falcons and the uh, Carolina Panthers. If he was on those, he would not be an MVP candidate. And those teams don't really get that much better. Let me give you a, a, a closer example just to kind of level out the playing field. You put Brock Purdy on the Packers. Does he do a good a job as what Love has done with them this year? I think he does a better job. He's an MVP candidate for a reason. Those wide receivers, when we talk about Brandon Ayuk, he we don't talk about Brandon Ayuk as a as an elite wide receiver. Brandon Ayuk is not a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. When we talk about Debo Samuel, he's not an elite wide receiver. They don't yes, they don't have is. elite. No, he's not. He's not elite. Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk is not even the best wide receiver. In his own division, so Debo's better than him, bro. Debo, Debo, Debo is not. They they got they got a great supporting cast. Hold on, hold on. So let me get this straight. You're saying Brock Purdy is elite, but Debo isn't elite. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I just said. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay, I, I want to just say one thing because I want to make sure I want to make sure I looked it up right. Jimmy G in New England and going into San Francisco was twenty eight and five. 28 and 5 in those games. That makes him elite. We're I'm not asking talking, you. We're not talking about Jimmy G. We're talking okay, about Brock Purdy right now. He's talking about Jimmy G. But, but, but Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo was never speak so highly of that. Yes, Garoppolo, Garoppolo, was Garoppolo, when Garoppolo was with the Niners, was he ever considered an MVP candidate? Did the All media I'm put him as an MVP candidate? The Niners went. The media never put Garoppolo on, as an listen. MVP candidate. They went 14 and 2 with Jimmy Garoppolo's first year. And they went to the Super Bowl. But guess what? Jimmy Garoppolo was never an MVP candidate. Jimmy Garoppolo no. was never spoke highly as an, an elite and that, player. Oh, like and that. let me point this out. That was without Christian McCaffrey. But the Niners always had the running game, no matter who was in that. <laughs> it ain't game. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not knocking him. You and are knocking him. Say, You're, you oh, are knocking him no, right I'm now. What do you mean? You're making every excuse listen that you can what, when it comes to Brock you, and bring the kid down. What I'm sitting here saying is you have – okay, the, we and look, we can agree to disagree. And maybe Yvonne has finally came around because maybe he came around. I'm not there yet. You, The only difference in what you and I are saying is I think Brock Purdy's between that 15 to 10 – to eight range, you have him in the top three or four, and I just don't see that. We, we're talking about we 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 we, we 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 putting Josh Allen in that same category, I'll like he's the four best. Him. But guess what, you Josh Allen? But guess what, Josh Allen couldn't drive his team in that final drive. He was I, I know Brock Purdy did. Hold up, he was going against Patrick Mahomes. First of all, second of, second of all, he wasn't going up against the seven C Green Bay Packers. And you can sit here. I don't care the fact it's upset the um 
the Cowboys last week. At the end of the day, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, hold wait, on, wait, hold wait. On. Weren't you the hold one that weren't you? Weren't you and Steve? Weren't you and Steve? Weren't you? Weren't you? Weren't you and Steve the one that said that? Weren't you, Steve? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, since you want to cut me off, hold up. It took the Packers to win the last game of the season to get into the playoffs. You realize that, but you're comparing that. To play a Patrick Mahomes, but, but guess but what? Hold on, but hold on, hold on, wait. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. I, I promise. We're gonna see it a couple of, a couple of weeks if he could have that same mantra versus maybe Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm not. I'm not worried about that mantra because <laughs> he, he already has it already. But guess what? You and C were the ones that last week that said the Bills was gonna beat the Chiefs by by thirty, by forty in the blowout. But so, I think so what I you're think saying, so what you're saying right now is irrelevant. I was wrong, just like you were wrong about Purdy being so what you're saying, So what you're saying right now is irrelevant, what you're just trying to say of, of, of going against Mahomes. You're <laughs> saying that they, 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 they were going to blow them out, but guess what? They I didn't. said Josh Allen's elite. He's not elite. My opinion, we can agree to disagree. You know, again. Put Josh Allen's on the Niners. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Josh Allen has bad decision making. He, I mean, he nearly leads the league in interceptions, and he can't take care of the ball. Obviously, we've seen that in the um in the a, in the AFC divisional round. I hey, mean, I'm we talk about we talk about we don't talk about Jordan Love's interceptions in that game. Those two interceptions in the game, but we talk about Brock Purdy's almost interceptions. That, that that's what I'm talking about when you Who said when you Jordan Love was elite. Who on here said Jordan Love was elite? I said he's on the becoming of elite. I do, I do say Jordan Love is on the cusp of elite. You know, I think that he's, uh, I think he's going to have that chance next year. No, of course not. No, that's what I said. That this, this was, this was a showing of a very young quarterback who took them to the brink and that they're going to have trouble with later on. Brock Purdy is not that special, and that's why they had trouble with the only special quarterback that's in the NFC conference. I, I, I don't know what more special you want when you have a guy that's second in completion percentage, first in QBR, first in quarterback rating, first in yards per completion. Fourth in yards per game, third in touchdown passes. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what think, no, I, I, don't, I don't want I, I don't know what more you want or you want me to say about the guy. I don't I don't think that anybody else can um I don't think that I don't think that anybody's mentioned two words that, that have sh that should have been mentioned already, and those two words are Kyle Shanahan. Yep. You know what Kyle Shanahan did with Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan threw 50 touchdown passes. He he, he he was a he uh, was the like he 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 showed he showed he showed he was the MVP. Wait, hold on. He wait, put those on. MVP numbers up. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 Matt Ryan. Wait, Matt Ryan. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan had the best wide receiver in the NFL, and that's Julio Jones. You forgot about that, right? But he has the best running back. But when you're throwing the ball, though, you're throwing the ball to the wide receivers. We're talking about you throwing the it. ball to the what? We're not talking about McCaffrey. We're talking about those wide receivers that he had. Debo Samuel is Hold not on. elite. Debo Samuel, Samuel is not elite. Brandon Ayuk is not elite. They're not top ten receivers in the NFL right now. When you talk Matt about Ryan, receivers. Matt Ryan wasn't even elite anyways either. He was he was really good. And on top of that, 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 Brock Purdy just 
broke the record for the most passing yards in in, in Niners history. And there's a lot that 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 that's in there. Jeff Garcia, Joe Montana, Steve Young, it's a Joe, Jimmy, game. We're not doing that. Jimmy Garoppolo. So once again, you're making excuses. That's a bringing, fact. Once That's you're a bring, fact. making, you're making excuses and taking thirty no, down once again. You make it's every a, you make every excuse when somebody praises Brock Purdy. You just want to knock the kid down. You don't want to see him <laughs> succeed. I agree with that, Keo. You're making every excuse possible right now. Good, good point, Keo. I agree. Anytime Brock Purdy's mentioned, their eyes are rolling. They're shaking yep. their heads. I you're agree. Right. He's he's not elite. I agree with that, too. But he, we are negative about him. Let's be real. How I never, I never, I never heard you say one thing about Brett Purdy when a conversation of him gets brought up. What do you want to say? I want you to say, I want, I want you to say three nice things about Brock Purdy right now. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, he had a good drive versus Green Bay. To close he's better the than Derek Carr this year. Yeah. Oh, he's what better else? than Derek Carr. I told him to kill. I told him to kill. He's better than Derek Carr for mm -hmm. sure. I have nothing to say about that. He has a really good QBR. I think he fits their system very well. I've said that on this show, he fits what they do because he doesn't turn over the ball. Now against Baltimore, that was a different. That was different. That's the guy I was like, oh lord. I don't know. I don't see elite though, Kill. I'm not knocking him. If I don't see elite, why y'all get mad? Because I don't think he's elite. This is the same no, argument. No, it's, a, it's, far, it's, it's fine if you're if your opinion saying that he's elite. Okay, that's fine. That's your opinion. But when 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 uh, something about positive about Brock Purdy gets mentioned, you make an excuse for it. That that's I'm that's my making... point. You're making excuse for everything when, when it comes to when I, when I say something about Brock. Yeah, Brady. we're literally we're literally debating against what you're saying, and he's getting treated. But you not. But I've never once seen you guys give any credit. I've never once gave you credit towards Purdy. I've never once seen you give credit to Purdy about anything. What? Okay, what credit do you want me to give him? The season that he's had. Are you serious? He's had a good, yeah, he had, okay. He had a good season. You want me to say that? He had a Second season. season. No, he had a great season. He's an MVP candidate a for a reason. He had a good season. No, he had a great season. Anytime we're ever talking about him, you're saying he's an MVP candidate. You're saying he's, he's not an MVP candidate right now. The MVP is over with. No, it's not. Did they announce it yet? Did they announce it yet? Okay, that's he's what not, I thought. So, so okay, you think he's gonna win it? Oh, I, I, think, I think he has a great oh, chance to win it. Uh, no, I, I think he has a great chance to win it. Going to win it. I think he has a great chance of winning do it. Do you think that he is going to win it? Yes, I do. I do think he's gonna win it. <laughs> you see, that's a absolutely hey, wrong. I'm right. That's my opinion, we, though. Would you, you, your opinion, your opinion, your opinions, your opinion said you don't think he's elite. My opinion, and my opinion is. I think he's going to win the MVP. Okay. Say three things so bad about Purdy. Three things bad about Purdy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he struggles in cold weather. Um, you yeah, can't. Yeah. 
But to be hey, fair, there's not is, much this, bad to say, though. This, this is this the only thing I want to say. You want me to bash why... this guy for some reason? Yeah, there's there's nothing bad to you say. Want to praise him for no, some no, reason. no, no, no. I, I want to praise him because he's 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and like five and one in the playoffs. Okay, okay, but hold on. We got have the better team. Okay, Lamar Jackson's had good teams. He no, had he had Tell me a team that he beat that he that you thought he shouldn't have beat. Who? Well, they've Brock been Murray. always they they've been well, always the top. Well, he's never he's never got he's never got that oh, opportunity though. Okay, so what I'm saying to you is what he about Kiel? Kiel to all the viewers out there, Kiel can fool all y'all. He can't fool me. See, he might have y'all fooled. Kiel says stuff. For shock value, I know and that. people, and he gets people riled up because Kiel's the same guy that said when Paul George was in Indiana was better than LeBron James in Miami, and I'm just in that there series. Like, what? In that series, he was, <laughs> but in my opinion, in the series in he that, lost. <laughs> Oh, well, just because he lost, I still think he's better. See, earlier you were talking about LeBron's uh, 54-point game that he lost. Okay, same thing here. I got you, Keo. Don't worry. No, no, no. What do you want? Oh, oh, you oh, I got you, Keo. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to say context. We're going to keep context. Why did I bring it up? I forgot why you brought it up, but you didn't make a good point. I absolutely made a good point. <laughs> he was talking about we were talking about an example of of having Josh a great Allen. game. Yeah, yeah, Josh Allen having a great game, but somebody else messing it up for him. So let's that let's use context. How's it not a great example? That happens in sports all the time, right? In sports Mike, all the look, time. Look, look, Wake up, man. Mike. Wake up, Mike. Look, look, man. My my opinion is different from I'm everybody else's, man. But what I'm saying right. is, you can't force me to think that Brock Purdy is elite. I don't care what Judy Bond says. That, but that's he's my, not elite. That's my to opinion, though, no, man. You, you you try to call me out like I say things for shock for you. I you I do. like <laughs> I like what I like. You know you you know what's crazy though. I and I've told you this and I, I and I've told you this also. Fuck you. Uh, oops, let me say that. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this also. I'm a I've been a Cowboys fan for a very long time. You know my favorite Cowboys player of all time is Tony Romo. Absolutely. People think I'm joking with that. I'm dead serious about that. No, I, I believe you. I'm, so my 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 opinion may not be popular, but it, it it's it's different from everybody else's. And and I believe that Brock Purdy is elite. Okay, well we're, then we don't have to argue no more. <laughs> he think, okay, so we're just gonna say this elite. Kia thinks he's elite. Yvonne thinks he's elite. Me seeing Mike doesn't think he's elite. I don't. I don't think he's elite, but he's really good. I just said that. Yeah, but I give him credit. You were shaking your head about Juwan Jennings Me? and that, and we wouldn't give him credit for that game winning <laughs> drive. Give him credit. I know we gotta wrap this up, but this is what I'm saying. I'm shaking my head because little do you know, Kyo and I had this conversation yesterday and I knew where he was going with it. I knew. I'm like, bro, why are we discussing this? I'm not shaking my head for any other reason. I'm like, I know where Kyo's about to. 
He been mm-hmm. saying all day in the chat, waiting until I unleash. Man, hey, next topic, Keo. Go all ahead, right, Keo. Let's, um, we, we might have to cut some of the topics short, so we're going to do one more. We're gonna do one more uh, football topic, then I'm gonna have Yvonne take over for uh, the picks for Championship Week. All right, so let's t- let's do. Uh, we're gonna talk about Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, man. Who do you trust more? Oh my God! Why are we doing this topic? Okay, why, why are we? Doing this? Can we just move quick? on? We'll yeah. find out. We'll find out no, with dude, our picks dude, now. Dude, the <laughs> next time, how about the how about the next time? The next time since you want to do that, you go do, do the topic. I take the I take the time. I take the time throughout. We love you, Keo. President Keo. Well, I'm gonna answer for everybody, Keo, and then you can move on another another uh, topic. We all trust Patrick Mahomes more. Because he's won a Super Bowl before and Lamar has. There you That's go. It. Good, good. Then I then I expect you to pick the Chiefs. Then I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like right. not. I lie. the problem is 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 the phrasing of the question. Who do we trust more? That's a that's a no brainer. <laughs> Nobody's gonna pick Lamar. <laughs> if you want to say. Who do we uh, who do we expect to win? So who do we uh, who do we expect to win this week? That would be a better question. But who we trust more? That's a that's something that nobody who has so any football tell, knowledge. So I could tell. Say, oh, I could tell. So I could tell people don't read the topics except box <laughs> office. <laughs> because if that if that was such a crazy topic, then you guys would have said, "Hey, man, get rid of that." Well, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dis I'm not gonna disrespect this topic because I took a lot of time and thinking of this while you guys were doing what I don't know who what what you guys were doing. <laughs> as far as as far as the topic goes, man, as far as this topic goes, man, I'm definitely um I do trust Damn, do I really trust Patrick? Bro, Hold on, why are you why are you cutting me off? I had the chance to, to, to talk. My, I, I'm Yo, talking about this. this. You don't Yo. even want to talk about this right now. Like Yo, you worked on those other topics pretty, like, pretty like, hard like, too, huh? Like I said, now that I really think about this, Lamar has been playing well. He's an MVP candidate. Patrick Mahomes hasn't had like such a such of a great season so far you know based off experience you know i i will take mahomes i but i do think people would take lamar though i think people would take lamar i think people would trust lamar more because lamar's at lamar's at home i'm not saying i'm i'm not taking lamar by what any means but i think lamar's at home he's been playing better he got a playoff win finally that's what i needed from him um, you know, he's been playing on MVP level. You know, I, I can't remember a bad game Lamar has had. He's been he, he's been running through teams. I can't give him full credit though, because that defense is is tenacious, man. But I like but like I said, I don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, that's what I wanted to say. No, I I I wanted to I wanted to speak on that topic really quick. <laughs> Man, All right, you want to picks, Keel? Yeah, yeah, go to the picks. All right, here's what we're going to do. Instead of going, since we're running out of time, 
Tell me who you have playing in the Super Bowl and tell us why those two teams win. That that way we cover both games. So go ahead, uh, Mike. Who's playing in the Super Bowl and break down the AFC and NFC title game uh, predictions for yourself? I think that the Niners will beat the Lions. I think tip top, they're a better team. Jared Goff and Brock Purdy are uh, very similar in uh, styles and uh, quarterback measurement, quarterback ranking. And so the differences in coaching as well as personnel. And um, and so I got to lean towards the Niners on that one. Go Lions, though. But I have the 49ers representing the NFC. In the AFC, well, let's look at them very similar again. How do the raw? How do the quarterbacks look? Very matched up. How does the coaching look? Very matched up. How is the personnel? Very matched up, all from tip to tip top. So where do you, uh, where do you, where do you look at next? You look at the most important positions. Okay, so defensive line or just defense as a whole, um, uh, and you look at offensive line, uh, and then you look at quarterback, and uh, and then you look at what the quarterbacks have next to them as well. Um, they're all similar. The The wide receivers, this is the best core that Lamar Jackson has ever had. This is actually the worst core that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. But in honesty, I think it's still very similar, especially if Mark Andrews shows up for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Eric Flowers, and Gus Edwards versus Patrick Mahomes, Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey, and Isaiah Pacheco. I'm leaning the Chiefs on all of those. Kelsey over Andrews, Rasheed Rice over Eric Flowers, Isaiah Pacheco over Gus Edwards, and Patrick Mahomes over Lamar Jackson. Defensive-wise, I think it's very similar. Both teams are being coached really well on the defensive side. Steven Spagnuolo has been handling that Chiefs defense for a while. They're very young. Chiefs have a very, very, uh, the best defense that uh, Mahomes has ever had. It's elite. I think we can easily say it's a leap. We're going to see what happens with, with Chris Jones this year. Losing him is going to be impactful. But this year, I got the Chiefs representing the AFC again, beating the Ravens. Um, and uh, it'll be a Chiefs and Niners Super Bowl once again. See? All right. Um, I got the Ravens and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Um, mainly because that's who I picked at the beginning of the playoffs, and I'm going to stick with it. But um, I do have some contingencies with that. Um, Debo, Debo needs to be playing. Debo needs to be playing because the way Detroit is playing, I think they can beat anybody. Um, I think they're a real feel-good story. Um, but I think the lights will be a little bit too bright for them, NFC Championship game. Um, but one thing I wanted to say earlier in the show is in the NFL, you got to strike when it's your opportunities there. If your opportunity is there, you have to strike and you have to do it now because you never you're not promised to get back. Everybody always think, well, they'll be back there young. No, you're not promised to get back. So um, I think the Bills missed their opportunity this year. And maybe if the Lions don't get it done this year, they're going to miss their opportunity in San Francisco. I think this is their biggest opportunity to get to the um to the Super Bowl this year, uh, as well as for Lamar Jackson over there in the uh, AFC. I think that this is his big opportunity. Um, I, everything's lining up. Everything's lining up for him to finally get to the Super Bowl. Um, he's he's got home field advantage. 
Patrick Mahomes has a weak team this year, who's to say that they won't be 10 times better next year, you know, with drafting or free agency? Um, so you want to take advantage of your time, your, your opportunity to do this. And what I've seen from Lamar Jackson this year, I see a focused Lamar Jackson. I think he's focused on getting to the Super Bowl this year. He's been to the playoffs. He's won MVP. What he has not done is won a Super Bowl. So I think he's going to get at least get to the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think he's focused on that. And his talent, his talent level it has been there. But I think he's, he's, he's actually – using all of his talents to make sure he makes a run. I think they finally beat Patrick Mahomes and get to the uh, Super Bowl this year. And uh, I'll pick our winner whenever we pick winners. Go ahead, Keel. Oh. Uh, my Super Bowl pick? You, you, Who I got going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, you got the Niners against who? First uh, <laughs> off. Let me let first. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. I'm not going to entertain Detroit. They got no chance. Wow. They're going to get blown out. They're going to get blown out in San Francisco in a hostile environment. That's great, man. You reached the NFC Championship game, man. Good luck, good riddance, and we'll see you at home. But we Double all know I don't give a rat's ass if it's Debo Samuel playing or not because. There is one individual that really matters most, the most polarizing player in the NFL right now. <laughs> He's becoming box office to me, must-see, all-demand. Why He's are you talking negative about talk yes. He's the oh, most talked-about player on this team, man. I'm talking about Mr. Brock Purdy, man. I think he'll definitely have a better game than what happened in uh, – uh, against Green Bay, you know, I know, you know, he got to figure out, you know, especially on the wet weather. Um, right now, it's raining really bad right now where I'm at. Like, I'm actually 15 minutes away from uh, Levi Stadium, and um, it, it's I'm pretty sure it, it's gonna it's gonna be dropping uh when the game starts this weekend. But I, I do like the Niners at home, though. I think it is definitely be a different game, and the defense will be ready. As far as the uh, as far as the AFC Championship game goes, um, like I said, man, the Ravens they have a really good team. This is one of the best defenses that I've seen in a while. But I can't just I can't go against Mahomes, man. I just can't, man. And Lamar, <clears throat> he just needs to get it done. I, I I still have questions. If he can get it done, will he crack under pressure against Mahomes? And I'm taking I'm taking uh I'm taking the Chiefs, man. I got the Chiefs and the Niners playing in the Super Bowl. Bruh. <laughs> oh man, I am gonna hold y'all, bro. This is tough for me. I know you're gonna be like, "Hey, this ain't tough. You just making it tough because <laughs> you want this to happen. You want that to happen, man." Oh, so let's start the NFC. I'm taking Detroit, man. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> let's go. 
Let's go. Before the season started, he had the Saints and the Bengals. Oh yeah, I, I, had, I had okay, I had the Niners, and I think that they're extremely loaded. But C said something that really sticks with me: you have to strike when the iron is hot. And something about the Lions, bro, I just think that they're hot right now. Debo concerns me. I know, Kill, you said him not playing doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It matters. I, I don't care what you're telling me. I just think Detroit, man, they got a lot of momentum. They're playing some good football. I think they're gonna go into San Francisco, Levi Stadium, and put upset. I right. always like to choose an upset. I think that's the upset that's gonna happen. The other one's more of a 50-50 right. wash. It's not really an upset either way. Um, because Baltimore has home field. But I'm gonna take Detroit out of the NFC. And I, I maybe I'm going with my head over my heart, you know, my heart over my head, whatever you want to term the phrase. But I think Detroit gets them. And then the AFC, this is literally flip a coin. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> Cause Mike's been right about Patrick Mahomes all year long. God. But I'm gonna be a knucklehead again. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> and to knock off the Chiefs. Thank you. I, I, I think that their defense, man, is gonna get it done. I think they're gonna figure out a way. They're gonna try to. They're gonna stop Pacheco. Pacheco's been really. People are not giving Pacheco enough credit these first two playoff games. He did what he wanted with Miami, which Mike said they were. They're soft. They're in there, you know not physical. Pacheco did what he wanted. And last week, Isaiah Pacheco ran the ball extremely well versus Buffalo. I think that the Baltimore Ravens slow that down a little bit. Um, and they challenged Patrick Mahomes, um, all his passes, all his weapons out there. And I, I'm going to go with Baltimore. I got Baltimore and Detroit. I might be the only person in America that has this. But I'm going to go with them as making it to the Super Bowl. That would be a terrible Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I can, right. I can see the viewership drop tremendously. I think it would be I think it would be sky high because Detroit story. Yeah, actually, actually, their their ratings have been doing very well, actually. But uh all right, so For the Super Bowl. I still think it'll do well, but all right. Well, look, I'm gonna start off with the AFC title game because that's the first game that day. Like I said, this is a flip a coin. Like I keep going back and forth. And I just made up my mind during the show here. Look, I think something that's been underrated for the Chiefs is Steve Spagnola. That defense and them adjusting to everybody they play has been very good. Them not allowing a 20-yard completion all game against Josh Allen tells me Lamar's going to have some issues here. He's a Hall of Fame coordinator. Did he it with is. the Giants? Yes. Did it with the, who, who did he do it with? Who did he do it with after the Giants? And then he went to the Chiefs. I can tell you who he didn't do it with. The Saints. Well, yeah, the last, last well, sounds like Sean Payton's problem. It's completely all his talent. That's clear now. But anyway. So that, that officially confirms Sean Payton's under Andy Reid and Tom Coughlin. Okay, thank you. 
Yes, they made sir. it work. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, that the Steve Spagnuolo is doing a hell of a job. <laughs> And that tells me that Lamar's going to have some issues if Josh Allen couldn't complete a 20-yard completion. I think that they're going to uh, – I think they're going to allow the Ravens to run, but they're not going to allow anything throwing the ball, and I think that's what's going to cost them. I keep going back and forth. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that the Chiefs' experience here wins them the game. I'm going to go 28-27. They steal the game in Baltimore. And and after what I saw with Kelsey last week, I have even more confidence in the Chiefs because he's back from the dead. Uh, and, and I think this is the good old Chiefs that we're used to. And I think that they get it done. Will Taylor Swift be at the game? Yes. One game away from the Super Bowl, she's definitely going to be there. But uh, – in terms of the other game, I don't understand why the Niners are seven-point favorites. <laughs> seven? And Debo's questionable? I really don't understand it. I think this sh- they should be three-point favorites because they're the home team and have been better all year. But seven? I agree. I think that Debo being out is a huge thing if he's out. Last time he had this injury, he was out for two games. I think in the end, Debo's going to play because the Super Bowl's on the line, and maybe they use him just as a decoy out there if he's at least not able to do much. Man, I really think that the <laughs> Lions can win this game. No wow. problem. I really do. <laughs> I think both of these matchups, when we turn on uh, uh, the show next Wednesday, we're going to look back and be like, wow, that was a fire conference championship weekend. I think the same thing here. I think Jared Goff is not the same guy on the road. I got the Niners by a field goal. I got the 49ers Chiefs 2019 Super Bowl rematch. Let's go, Purdy. Let's go. Let's go, Purdy, man. All right, man. Let's go to our very last topic for tonight, and we're going to move on over to the NBA. Um Major news happened. So the previous day, the Bucks fired uh, the coach that was Adrian Griffin after finishing second in the conference. Then the following day, today, they hired Doc Rivers. <laughs> so with that being said, man, what's your guys' thoughts about this? This turn, this the, the last two days of what's going on in Milwaukee right now. Well, I'll go first. I, I'll um, oh, go ahead. I got plenty to say about this. <laughs> uh, they have a saying about the inmates running the asylum. I believe that that's what's going on in Milwaukee, bro. The inmates are running the asylum, bro. You um, you can't allow. I I already know. I know Giannis is the best player they have there. Best player they've had since uh Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Lou Alcindor. All of that. He brought him a title. All of that. But that man is is is. He's not LeBron. You can allow him to be your GM. All right. He's um that that they're high, they're they're signing his brothers. They're getting rid of a coach because they don't like him. I mean, you know what? I felt like they wanted to hire Doc Rivers in the offseason. They should have just done that. Right, they should have just done that in the first place, man. Doc Rivers should have never been called. He should have never called the NBA game this year. He should have been their coach. But they're, they're allowing, they're allowing Giannis to influence their their decisions in the front office 
and I just don't think that that's going to uh, work out too well for him. Maybe, maybe the uh, the Dame trade was a good thing. I think that he and he had a lot of influence in making them go get Dame. But I mean, so far they haven't looked like what they should look like with Dame. So maybe Doc Rivers comes in and fix that. But Doc Rivers, outside of winning that championship with the Celtics, man, Doc Rivers has 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 not been this coach that they they hyping him up to be. And previous to KG and um KG and um man, what's my man's name? <laughs> Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, who? Ray Allen. Previous to KG and Ray Allen joining the Celtics. I believe Doc Rivers was on his way out of Boston because uh they had they had been severely underachieving well, with um with Paul Pierce there. So I don't think that he's all he's this great coach that everybody's everybody's hyping him up to be he's uh he's gone to loaded teams and has one championship to show for it the uh initial big three run so i i, I can't say that he's this great coach i don't think he's the great the uh the savior for the books and i mean we're gonna see i'm not i'm not hating on him getting a job but i just think i don't think the i don't think the milwaukee bucks know what they're doing at all all right, I'm going to go next, and I agree with C 100%. They don't know what they're doing, and this is clearly a player's decision. I don't know if you guys have seen. There's a video uh, of the Bucks before, it, it, during their intros tonight. They were dancing, hopping around out of excitement, and that tells me it's all it's all the players, and specifically Giannis, deciding this decision. Um Look, I don't know what the Bucks front office is doing. If Mike Budenholzer got fired after winning a championship, then no, coach, then no coach got a, a shot here. Uh, Griffin had no shot from the start. Uh, if I had I, had I known that uh, Giannis and all the players were against him, uh, Doc Rivers won championship. He deserves credit for that championship. But he's also choked the most playoff series as well. Um, I, I think it's going to end similarly uh, to how all Doc Rivers runs have ended recently. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to choke it out. And I think he's going to get another year next year, and it probably won't end well. And then they'll start all over. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, good luck to the Buck, but uh, it doesn't look good because – the last time I remember a coach stepping in mid-season and winning the title, I, I want to say it was Pat Riley for uh, the uh, uh for the Heat mm-hmm. back in like 06. Uh-huh. But the thing is, uh, that Pat Riley was already in the in the front office. He knew how the team operated. So the Bucks are not going to win a championship, and uh, it is what it is. It's clearly the players making these decisions. <laughs> That was messed up. Pat Riley did it too, man. That boy's got Shaq, so he wants to come back. And <laughs> all of a sudden, that was terrible, bro. <laughs> no. Um, at first, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was gonna, I was gonna say basically what y'all, you guys said. But the more I'm listening to y'all, I started thinking to myself, maybe you know, we don't know the whole story. Maybe Giannis and Griffin fell out. Lillard fell out. Middleton fell out with Griffin, and. You don't know what was said behind the scenes. We don't know. What if they was like, one of us got to go? I don't know what it got to, because 
just to be the second seed in the East and all of a sudden you fired a man. Something had to go on, bro. I just don't think it's just because they didn't like him. I think something had to go on, possibly. And, I mean, I don't care if you say, well, the guys inside are running us out. I'm for damn sure ain't losing yards out of the Kupo. For Griffin, I'll let Griffin go, too. I'll be like, no, you got to go, my boy. I don't care what you're talking about. You should have got into it with him. I'm not saying that, you know, we having fun with it, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know what happened behind the scenes for it to get to this point. But if you it got to this point, obviously something went on. And if I had to choose, and I'm the owner of the GM, I'm sorry. I'm choosing the, I'm choosing Giannis because though he, he may not be LeBron James, dog, Giannis is a top five player in the NBA right now. He's a champion. And not only is he a champion, he actually balled out in the finals and came through for the Bucks in big moments. So it's just unfortunate. I feel bad for Griffin, but it is what it is. <laughs> Mike? The, one of the things you said is um, you don't know what happened. I'll tell you what happened. He lost the locker room. It's that simple. Somehow, some way, he lost the rock, locker room, whether it was over and over uh, disrespect or um, a dismissal of veteran coaches like uh like tony stotts <laughs> or um terry stotts uh there was a there were some incidents with that i was reading about whether it was his dismissal or disrespect to the star players something happened where he lost the locker room and the players and were said they don't want him to be their head coach anymore and they don't feel that he is, can be their head coach anymore should be their head coach anymore is the best head coach for them um, evidently Doc Rivers came in as a consultant and showed them what a head coach really is. And they said, I want Doc Rivers to be our head coach. That's oh, what happened. Yes. He came in as a consultant. Yes. He came in as a consultant. Um, Terry Stotts was the assistant. Terry Stotts was the assistant coach. You remember Terry Stotts from the Portland trailblazers uh-huh. with Damian Lillard. He was the assistant head coach. And, um, then he abruptly left, uh, not too long ago. Uh, due to um, uh, due to rumors, <laughs> we'll say due to rumors, and uh, and then they brought in Doc Rivers as a consultant. And I mean, what what happens when you you know? I mean, it was written on the wall. It's very unfortunate. That's so. It's very wild. But um, that's what happened. That's what happened. And they're entrusting Doc Rivers with taking this team to a title. It's not going to happen. Um, Doc Rivers has shown that he's 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 fumbled. Plenty of bags, plenty. Joel Embiid and the 76ers, um, Kawhi Leonard and the and the Clippers, um, Chris Paul and the Clippers. Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you're right. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, Kawhi. Was it Kawhi as well? I think no, so. I know. I know Chris Paul no at, at the end, right? Right. Was, like, uh, I think, yeah, yeah. I think he was did he, have, he coached. He co- he coached the the first couple of years of Kawhi Leonard, did he not? Yeah, he did, but he didn't see out of eye with Chris Paul. Right, right, right. I know. So I'm saying, like, so he got so he got Chris Paul's teams. He got the early bit of Kawhi Leonard's teams. I don't remember all of what happened down there. Um, I know that Kawhi was injured for some time, but so he's gotten to coach Chris Paul's teams. He's gotten to coach the those Celtics teams. They fumbled the bag. They should have won more than one ring. Um. <laughs> 
he's fumbled the bag with, uh, wow. with the Clippers twice. He's he fumbled the ball with the uh, with with the 76ers. And um, hard, uh, and and if you want to go way back, you can talk about the Magic. Yeah. So who's the Magic that year? It was Tracy McGrady. Uh, he had Tracy McGrady and um Mike. Uh, Mike. Mike. No, there was somebody else. There was another stud with them. Uh, Mill. Grant Hill was always Grant hurt. Hill, but Grant Hill was. Grant. Oh yeah, Grant Hill, but he was you know he wasn't Grant Hill, but he was still Grant Hill, you know. Yeah, so he, he had, had he had Grant a very good, There were fifty. There were fifty plus win team. This was a team that was expected to go to the finals to compete for the finals, and they they you know they blew a lead or something, you know, blew a two game lead or something. So Doc Rivers had plenty three of one. opportunities. Three one. Yeah, yeah. He yeah they blew a three one lead. The Magic. So, um. We've seen it, okay. We're no, we know what's gonna happen. Let's not get all hyped up because we see it's Doc Rivers and all these guys. We've seen it before. Uh, I had Nick Nurse and the 76ers and uh, the Celtics being the two best teams out of this uh conference right now. I think I think Nick Nurse doesn't get enough credit for what he's doing with the Sixers. Like, I agree, I agree. He's, he's taking Doc Rivers to the Raptors, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then they lost Kawhi Leonard, and he struggled a little bit. But now he's got Embiid in this team, and so Nick Nurse is showing that he's one of the best head coaches in the league um, with this uh, performance. Um, I'm not gonna drag Doc Rivers. You know, we, we the the main thing people go over is the, you know, you um, his playoff history, the talent that he's had. Um, I I think obviously I think that this stint might be his possibly his last chance. You know he's getting Lillard, Giannis. Um, with as far as Griffin goes, I I was not surprised by it. I kind of expect this was gonna happen. Um, when they was uh when he was actually their consultant. The Bucks were trying to find a way to make him the head coach, so uh, this was <clears throat> this was bound to happen no matter what Griffin would have done. But obviously, it was defensive issues. Uh, three out of their last four games, they have allowed at least 135 points. Um, you look at a uh, Budenholzer; he the Bucks got bounced out in the first round. He ends up um, getting rid of him. Um, and if you look at the, the moment of time through through 43 games with Bolton Holter and 43 games with uh, with uh, Griffin, Griffin actually, actually has a better uh, winning percentage. <clears throat> and you want to compare, go to last year. Um, last year, the Bucks, and this was with Drew Holiday on the team. They allowed 113 points a game on average to, to their opponents. This season, it got even worse. They're allowing 120 now a game now. So it, it's definitely defensive issues. You know, this, te- this team definitely have high expectations. It's either championship or bust for this team. I mean, they got went to go get Damian Lillard for a reason. It, 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 obviously, they needed somebody to set off offset Giannis and Lillard was that guy. And I think Doc Rivers is a good hire. He's the right hire. Um obviously if they don't win, we know who the blame goes to. 
But I, I don't think this Bucks team shouldn't have anything to worry about. If if that's what Giannis wanted, he wanted Doc Rivers the entire time, then so be it. I don't think he really, I don't think he really cared. And it uh in in uh in the offseason, I think he just was more worried about getting his brothers on there. And uh after the season started, he was like, nah, man, I, I don't like this dude. I think uh there was a report came out that he got into it with one of the players, Griffin that got into it with one of the key players. So um, and they had a players only meeting um last week without him. So the writing was on the wall for Griffin. He was going to be out of there. But um, I just feel like Milwaukee wanted to hire Doc Rivers in the first place this summer. But now that y'all tell me he was a consultant, I mean, they obviously wanted to hire him. I don't know why they wasted Griffin's time or anybody else's time with hiring him and not just hire Doc Rivers in the first place. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said the organization is tripping. Well, well, that, there you Must go. Must have been folks. some interview. <laughs> <laughs> all right with that being said man let's uh let's wrap things up and go straight to our shout outs all right i'm going first y'all know what it is man i gotta put this on tomorrow night baby south carolina you on the clock baby my favorite sport Women's basketball, <laughs> South Carolina's coming down to the booth. Hey, man, we know y'all undefeated. That sounds good. A top 10 matchup. South Carolina's taking on LSU. At LSU, man, y'all know what type of time I'm on, man. LSU's about to get this dub, knock South Carolina from the unbeaten, knock them off from number one. Hey, Keo, don't start looking up stuff and trying to come back me <laughs> with South Carolina's winning streak. I don't care nothing about that. Hey, man, have you some king cake, man. Somebody, <laughs> somebody tell me. up in Louisiana. We got the king cake on deck. Y'all already know what it is. Mardi Gras coming up. And what better way than for LSU to knock off South Carolina, man. It's a beautiful time, but shout out to you, gentlemen, man. Always a pleasure. Brock Purdy's not elite. Yeah. Somebody, 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 tell me when Caitlin Clark is back on TV, please. Caitlin Clark. Hey man. She was seen getting knocked down because people were rushing the rushing the court after beating her. Hey, man, hey, that's, that's what it is, man. But shout out to y'all boys, man. Listen, man. Next week we'll be on. Keo, man, we need that top five to work. I'm going to be quiet. But this coming soon. We about to get it popping. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, shout out to y'all boys, man. Let's go Baltimore. Let's go Detroit. Let's shock the world. Woo! All right. Well, I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it sounds like Netflix is the move for me tomorrow night. Uh, ain't nobody watching that. Uh, <laughs> He's not a real sports junkie. And yeah, I'm not a real woman's sports junkie. Disrespectful to the I'm ladies. Not. It's just, it's just you're, not entertaining. You're a part-time. <laughs> yes, oh. I, am a, I am a part-time women's sports person. But anyways, um, 
Hey, enjoy football this weekend. It's the last time until September you'll have two games on in the same day. I'm excited. I'm going to be happy to be back on next Wednesday to talk the Super Bowl. Woohoo! Man, shout out to uh, all of our fans, first and foremost, to X's Prodigy, Padawan, coming in with clutch stats I needed to share with you guys. I don't know if you read that, but yes, um, Josh Allen successfully brought the Buffalo Bills to a 30% chance of winning the game after if if Tyler Bass had kicked that and made that field goal. If, if Tyler Bass made that field goal, the Bills would have successfully had a 30% chance of winning. So, yes, he did his job, right? But by no. him missing it, how many, how many percent of chance they had? It, it probably dropped down to 10 to 5%, which is what we saw. So, zero. What, like, right, like I said, like I said. Well, no, it wasn't zero until Isaiah Pacheco got that first down. But, yes, yes. So, we're going to blame said. everybody, but, but, but I'm I just saying, I, I'm, just, I, I'm just giving a shout out to <laughs> X's young Padawan for coming in with the clutch stat. Even if Tyler Bass would have made that field goal, it would would have still been a 70% chance for the Chiefs to win. As I said, Josh Allen is the one guy. So I'm glad to school everybody. I'm glad to school my boys here today. It was wonderful. Shout out to my family. I love them all, as well as my MBS family. Love you all as well. Catch you on next week. What's up, man? You gotta jump in there. Last minute shout outs. I was going to Hunter Morgan and <laughs> Edward. Daddy love y'all. I'll see you in just a second. Hey, X, Morgan's going to that game tomorrow. All right, now yeah. Morgan, turn up, man. Turn up. <laughs> All right, uh, to my beautiful wife, Latricia. I love you too. I'll see you in just a second. The Pat Pat baby, Marcel Carter Bryant. I love you too. I'll see you in just a second, even if just on the picture. Uh, to my whole NBS family, man, appreciate y'all boy for having me on. I, I like in, informing y'all about sports, man, and kind of correcting y'all mistakes uh, weekly. So, you know, I appreciate y'all having me on here, man. And everybody out there, all the viewers and listeners, love y'all too. Peace. Kia, what all you right. watching on Netflix tomorrow? Um, I'm watching... Um... I'm watching some WWE. That's what. I'm oh, get on! Kia, tell him, tell him, respect the ladies. I, I, I'll watch the first half. Oh. By, by the time the first half ends, the game will be out of hand. Oh. You know, McKayla. They're bad, man. They're gonna stick around to the th- you know, to the fourth Angel Reese, Michaela. I don't think they could get it done against the number one ranked team, the most consistent team, the most dominant team in the last couple of seasons in women's college basketball, the Why South Carolina. The, the South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever. They don't even have any good oh, men's college ball to watch tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, you watch Netflix too, Mike. Hey, man, y'all can try as you must, but guess what? It's boot up or shut up, baby. <laughs> yes, we gotta play the South Carolina. But definitely, um, well, definitely shout out to um, shout out to all you guys, C X, Mike, Yvonne, everybody that su- supports the MBS platform. Make sure you catch us on Spotify. Sub- subscribe to the channel, man. So, uh, <clears throat> definitely, um, NFL Championship Week. I'm looking forward to that. I'll be rooting for Brock Purdy. I'll be rooting for the Chiefs. And after um, 
after the game ends, man, um, everybody over here where I'm at, including my family, we're going to be swag surfing afterwards, man. But with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, is this is the um, NBA show, man, episode 28. I'll see you guys next week. We out.